Welcome to the Business Family Marriage Podcast with Tim Smoyer. This is his personal podcast where he shares what he's learning about growing a seven-figure business while also raising seven children and deepening his relationship with his wife at the same time. He shares what he's learning, what's worked, what hasn't, what he's trying next to grow a fruitful business, family, and marriage. For more on that today, here's Tim. Well, good afternoon. Good to see you again. I am coming off of a long day of meetings this past uh yeah in our in our in our business yesterday and today just thinking about like next quarter coming up and planning like how we're going to take new ground where's the where where are the biggest things we need to do to move our business forward and um love to talk with you guys about that actually sometime because the the same process that we use for moving our business forward is um the same process that my family uses for moving our family forward and taking new ground and solving some of the big challenges that we face and, and things. But um, but today, what I've been thinking about is more what's coming up for me next week. Uh, at the beginning of each month, I do what's called a one-on-one with my uh, with, with everyone on my team, all, all the employees, and a few of the contractors as well. And what I've learned over time is that if you wait to do an annual review to kind of track how are, how are how's everyone on the team doing, how, how's things going, what what problems do we have, issues we need to talk about, uh, performance related or personal personal related or anything, uh, things it's like it's too late at that point for, for those conversations uh, to happen and to be evaluated. So we do one on ones. Uh, and kind of the goal every month is just to have a half hour check in like, hey, how are you doing? How's life for you outside of work? Um, what, what do you need from me? How, how do you feel about your job and your role? How can I support you? Um, and it's just kind of a, a check in that way. I, I provide feedback if I feel like there's feedback to that needs to be provided uh, in terms of their job or their role. But but the main goal of it is just to like have that catch up and a space for us for us to talk. And what I find that that does in our business is that it helps a lot of um, it helps mitigate a lot of things that either would become issues or are issues. It's like people know that every the first week of every month I have a half hour just one on one with Tim and. Uh, if something comes up that I need to talk about or whatever, like there's there's space to do that. And I get to give incremental pieces of feedback and advice and input into their work and their job and their performance. And I get to receive and hear that as well on a more ongoing basis as opposed to just kind of leaving it all for like a, a mid-year or end-of-year uh, review. Keeping that communication open is uh, has been really, really good. And so... Uh, sometimes it's work related, but sometimes it's personal stuff going on in people's personal lives. And they're like, Hey Tim, like I'm just feeling this or my head's not in the right space, or I've got this thing going on in my personal life that I feel feels like impacting my work or coming up. I have this thing going on in my personal life that I think is going to impact my work. I want to give you a heads up about that. How do you want me to handle this? It's just, just really good to have those conversations proactively rather than reactively. And, uh, it really solidifies our relationships. And uh, so one of the things I'm doing differently, though, starting this next month, and this is kind of what prompted me to want to sit down and talk about this with you guys. Um, by the way, like 
I know you guys, I think you guys know. If you're new, there's a lot of you guys who are coming. This is super casual, laid back. I'm just recording this on my phone right now. I'm just sitting in my in, on the couch in my office. I've been at my standing desk all day. I did a session of video labs for an hour and a half with a, some a, a really fun bunch of creators. Uh, we had our team meetings this morning working on our objectives for this next quarter and everything and so and then I shot an update to a uh, an internal video that we use with new clients um, shot that got that uploading the Dropbox for our editor um, so I'm like okay finally just want to sit down and chill as I think forward to next week and catch up with you guys um, and if you're new here welcome like this is just me talking about what I'm learning in business and how the 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 uh, someone described it to, to. I was describing this new this ep, this podcast that I'm doing to the guy, the consultant, actually the business consultant that uh, that we use for helping our business move forward and take new ground. Really good guy, and and I and he's like, yeah, there's and he called it op, uh, organizational leadership. Um, those things apply both to the things that make organizational leadership work in the business and move the business forward. The same organizational leadership principles that move your family's organization forward like business team family team uh same same stuff so this is one of those things it's one of these one-on-ones that we use as a tool as an opportunity to keep communication open and address deals before they become big deals and for me to hear what they need and me to provide feedback if there is any and, and things like that and then i keep track of it i keep notes in my like little hr we use click up for project management i have a little task for each person and I just write notes as we talk and keep track of the things we reviewed and the feedback people provided and things like that. Well, one of the things I want to do differently going forward into this this next uh, this next week is uh, is it's really important to me that the people on my team don't just like enjoy their jobs, but they uh, it's important to me that they love their jobs. And I feel like one of my main roles as the CEO of and leader of this business is to ensure that people are are operating in their zone of genius. That doesn't mean there's not things in all of our roles that we just don't want to do and you just got to do it because it's part of the job. I'm not saying that. But it feels like overall, from a big picture, do I feel like I am just operating my zone of genius, that I've that the things that just weigh me down and just suck the life out of my job, as many of those things have been removed and given to people who do find life in those types of in those types of things. And so one of the things we're doing this this next is I, I wanted to make that more intentional rather than just having a conversation about it. I wanted a way of tracking um, like could I have a thing called a thrive score in my business? And later we'll talk about how this applies to a thrive score in your family. But um, could I have a thrive score for the people in my in my business? And could I see that a way a way of tracking over time that the people on my team who work here at Video Creators actually are leaning more and more into into their zone of genius. It's kind of maybe to take another analogy. Uh, it's like Jim Collins in the book Good to Great. It's a business classic. If you haven't read it, you definitely need to. He looks at what are all the things. What are the things that separate a good business from a great business? And a lot of it has to do with leadership. And one of the things he said is you got to get the right people on the bus. Uh, or, or so, no, he said, instead of just looking to hire for roles, you hire the right people and then you figure out what seats on the bus they're going to sit in. Uh, and so I feel like that's been my approach that I've tried to take is, 
is I first try to hire the right people, like who embodies our core values and, and embodies these, these beliefs that we have about business, about people, about results, about the mission and doing it right and owning it. What do they do? And believing in change. And, um, and just personally, like I tell people, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to spend more time with you than I'm going to spend with my wife some weeks. So like we have better enjoy hanging out together and just being together because we're going to spend a lot of time together. Uh, so do we just get along and, and enjoy each other? So, and when I find people who embodies our core values and, and is someone we enjoy being around, that, that, that becomes kind of the foundation that I use to hire because I can train everything else, right? Like how to do YouTube. I'm going to have to train whoever it is I hire. Um, you, no one comes out of college with a degree in YouTube strategy. So I'm going to have to train him anyway. I'm going to train someone that embodies our core beliefs. And, and, and because of that, I feel like our team is really meshed really well. But anyway, coming back to this Thrive Score thing. Um, so we, I, I actually had help someone on my team actually put in a new hire actually to the, the most of the grunt work. I said like, this is what I'm trying to accomplish. Can you put together a survey or form that people like everyone, every employee on our team would fill out about like, and I think I'm just going to once a quarter, they would fill this out and give me feedback on what, uh, on how they're, how they perceive their role currently. And, uh, and so it's mostly objective. It's like, hey, how, how energizing do you find your role? And it's how, how do you feel that your responsibilities are clearly defined? And do you feel like your role so showcases your best skills? And do you wish you were in a different role? And how empowered are you to fulfill your role? Uh, how does your role fulfill you? I'm literally just reading it right now on my, on my phone. Do you have the resources you need to accomplish your work? How often do you feel overwhelmed or stressed at work in a typical week? And then I want to talk about how we communicate. Like, do you feel like your opinions are heard? And do you receive actionable feedback from your coworkers when you ask for it? And do you feel well-informed about changes within the company? And like, how do you agree with this? I feel like video creators values my work and my contributions. And then kind of open-ended, if you could change one thing about video creators, what could it be? And then we focus on personal and professional development, which is a big – I'll talk more about that when we talk about objectives and key results in another episode. But uh, but it's important to me that we are helping each other develop not only individually in professional ways but also personally because the personal life impacts each of our professional lives in very significant ways. Like sometimes it's even hard to even – do your job when you've got stuff going on at home or with the kids or in the marriage or the family or just personally, there's, you know, that impact. So I, I think it's really important that for our team to grow and serve our clients well, we need to also be personally developing and serving each other well. So the, so another set of questions, like, do you feel like the company shows an interest in your personal development? And do you feel like we show an interest in your professional development? And when you make a mistake, do you feel encouraged to learn to do it better next time? Do you feel like we offer enough opportunities for growth on a personal level and then enough opportunities for growth on a professional level? Do you feel like you are offered enough opportunities to learn new skills overall? How do you feel like, you know, do you feel like you'll even be working for video creators in, in two years? This is hard to really know. But and then just kind of like on a on a star rating, we ask them, how do you feel like you're thriving in your role? And then just like you have any open ended like specific ideas that would help you or all of us thrive better here at Video Creators. And so that's kind of that's the survey, basically. And I'm hoping 
that over time, as they continue to fill that out, will they will will I be able to get some good metrics that will say because uh, most of it is objective that that I can see like here's here's how this person is is leaning in like these 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 ratings are getting more positive quarter over quarter. And I'm also hoping it brings up some good conversations in our one-on-ones like, hey, I see that you kind of mark yourself as like a three on a scale of one to five. Can you tell me about why you put like said that? Like what, what can we do to help you get to a four this this next quarter or a five? And then every month I have a check-in with them like, hey, we talked about this last time. You know, what's, what's going on? Can we help you move up? To, uh, are, are you moving in the right direction here? So uh, – and the goal is just like one, have really high retention. And so we don't have as much turnover because turnover is really expensive, as any of you know, <laughs> on, a, on a team. Uh, but two, I think like I think it's just how you serve people well. I know I want to feel like I'm enjoying my role in what I'm doing here. And I want other people to feel the same way. And so uh, that really does a lot to boost morale and camaraderie and feel like people can be honest and still supported. And, uh, and so it's just, it does a lot of really good things of things for our team. Now, let me take that to the family side, because I think the same thing is true over there. What, it, what would like a family team one-on-one look like for me and my wife to once a month sit down and be like, Hey, how are you doing in our relationship? Or how do you feel about the direction our family's taking? I'm like, let's look at our calendar this past, this past month or even this upcoming month. Like what, what's going on here? Anything that like causes a reaction, uh, and not in like, a. And I guess when I'm saying this out loud. It sounds like, I feel like what I might be, what I feel like it sounds, what I might be saying is like, I'm trying to treat my wife like an employee and I'm totally not. This is a two-way conversation between my wife and I where, where we, and actually my wife and I kind of do a, uh, I call it a check-in almost every day in some regard. Uh, and what that kind of looks like for us on a daily basis is usually at night after the kids are in bed, we have this thing where you say, hey, what was your, what was your worst, your best feeling today? And what was your worst feeling today? And one is good for me because as I, I personally, honestly, just don't really talk about or even like think about my feelings that much. And it's good for me to uh, like, it's almost even therapeutic for me to do this and think about, okay, let's talk about feelings, not just actions and things that were accomplished, but what, what did I feel today? And, and share those, those top, that best feeling and those worst feelings with my wife. And then for her, Feelings are much more natural for Dana. And so for her to share with me, like, this is what I'm feeling, it's good for me to be able to identify and get to know this is how these things make her feel. And I feel like since we've been doing this, I think we started doing it about like sometime last year. I can much, I am much better identifying now how she feels and being sensitive to her in a situation, whether I'm a part of it or not. I can, I know, like, oh, this is this, this is how this is going to impact her. And I feel like our communication is much more open now just by answering those two questions uh, every evening, typically when we're in bed, but sometimes we're just before it's when we're in bed. And the, it's usually after the kids are in bed and we're kind of like, hey, let's catch up. How are you doing? What's what's going on? What's going on in your world? Um, but even on a more like monthly level, my wife and I tend to do that, um, that one-on-one when we do our budget the first of every month, uh, we are debt free, been debt free for over a decade now, thanks to Dave Ramsey and still do our monthly budget. Um, and 
so that's like a, a good time practically. We look at calendar. We look at expenses that are coming up, and we make decisions and, and plan our family's finances that way. Uh, so anyway, with your spouse, I think we kind of get that. And I, and I guess the main thing I want to encourage that's been helpful for me is not just to think of it in terms of functional, like getting things on the calendar and making sure we operate smoothly, which is definitely important. Uh, my wife and I also do like, we have our family business meeting basically on, on, um, on Sunday evenings where we look at the calendar, what's coming up this week, what do we need to kind of make sure like. Uh, we have a nanny here. Like, what do we need to make sure she's doing and helping us out with this week? Because we got these things going on that are taking our attention and things like that. Um, but then we have our monthly with our like finances and our budget, and then we have our daily, uh, almost daily, evening ones. Just kind of how about how we're feeling about things and opening up that that conversation. And now that my wife is taking on a bigger, actually as of today, even taking on a bigger and bigger role with our clients and. And with the administrative side of, of the business, uh, uh, we're going to need to have a business one-on-one like I do with the rest of my employees as well. And that one might be a little bit <laughs> – we haven't tried that one yet. I'm not sure how that's going to go, actually, to be totally honest. I'm like, that, yeah. Um, how do I do a business one-on-one about my wife's role when she is legally 50% owner of the business but reports to one of the employees in our business – but still has a one-on-one with me, like everyone does, and we have a we have a smallish team, so we can we can do this. I think uh, we got like seven or eight employees, um, uh, ten depending on how you split like part time. Well, W twos we have uh, seven, eight, uh, I don't know, something like that, and then we have a bunch of like really regular contractors we use for stuff too. Uh, so anyway, I haven't, I got to think through that actually. And the way I'll probably solve that just as I'm thinking out loud about that is I'm probably just going to ask her, Hey, we're taking on a bigger role. I think we should probably make this a thing. It's been really helpful for other people in the business. And I think she'll want it. I think she'll welcome it. I think I just need to talk through how do we just make this not weird because we're also married and we also co-own this business, but I'm kind of the one who built it, grow it. We, we co-own it primarily for tax purposes, you know, so I don't know. It's a conversation I'll just have with her and see what comes up. But all right. So having having that the those one on ones with your spouse every daily, monthly, whatever it looks like uh, and having like operational ones around calendar and schedule and and things like that. Financial ones are are good. And then um, uh, and then my wife and I do regular date night, which we try not to talk about those types of things on date night once a week. Uh, but it's usually Monday nights, but sometimes it does happen. And then a conversation about the kids and family just kind of happens throughout there as well. Now, the, 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 the thing I think, I think that all makes sense, but the one I don't hear as much about is having one-on-ones with your kids. My dad would do this with me and my siblings sometimes growing up. We would have like a date with my dad, which basically meant he would take us out to uh, to uh Usually a pretty cheap restaurant, but as a kid, you don't care, you know. So, and then just you, you would, you would just ask questions about how how you're doing and things like that. And uh, and so that is something you know. My wife and I have seven kids, and I'll be honest, that is something that doesn't happen as much here. I do know dads here around the Cincinnati area where I live who do that really well. And if there's something I want to do um, better. Uh, but having a regular one-on-one with each of the kids, um, 
And what that current I want to this is what it currently looks like, and then I'll tell you what I want it to look like. What it currently looks like is is um, sitting down with each of our kids, and uh, usually it's kind of like when it needs to happen, which in honesty is probably like too late. Uh, so, like for example, yesterday an issue came up with our ten-year-old son. He's having some issues with one of his siblings, and it was an issue that uh, that was normally wouldn't be an issue, but for some reason became a big issue. And when that happens, that's usually a flag to me. Like, okay, something's going on here. This isn't really a big deal, but he responded in a way that made it a big deal. So there's got to be something deeper going on here. And so yesterday, um, my 10-year-old son and I just, we had a one-on-one. It's kind of spontaneous because um, the the situation kind of demanded it. But we talked about the issue, but then I was like, what, what else is going on here? And started talking about issues of of him feeling respected or not by his by his siblings and by my his his mom and I and and then how does that respect make him feel and and how does he process those feelings and uh, th- things like that they come up out of necessity most of the time with each with each of the kids. What I would love to do and I'm thinking like I guess as I'm th- talking out loud about this, what I'm thinking is it would be great if I did this. Well, here, here's what, here's the way I think, it, like in my head, that pre- I think it should go, and it prevents me from doing it. Which is, I need to have, like, take each of these kids out on a date, and we have seven kids. So if I did, if I did two a week, I would be doing two dates every week with the kids. And honestly, like, to to take the kids out to those many meals every week, and or just like that's just too much. We don't have the time, the capacity, for me to do that twice a week. And that's honestly, like, since that's what I've been think, picturing in my head, it's kind of prevented me from doing it. But I'm thinking now that I just kind of need to do it the same way I do in my business, which is like maybe an afternoon of scheduled just half hour back-to-back one-on-ones. So with that, that would be three and a half hours if I did a half hour with each of each one. And for the little ones, like our three-year-old is probably not going to be a, a – uh, like a really big deep conversation is probably going to be like let's color together for a half hour and i might ask her a few questions like hey your best feeling worst feeling we do that around our dinner table sometimes too with the kids a couple times a week uh, or it might be like uh, just asking her simple questions about how she's feeling or or what she enjoys about our or her favorite thing about our family and and things um, and with the older kids i i think I, I need to get more into the conversation about roles about like, hey, how valuable do you feel like you are to our family's family team? And I think there are some things that make them feel valuable. Like he, the older ones each have one meal each week that they cook, one dinner once a week that they plan. And then my wife, um, when she does the grocery shopping, she buys whatever it is that they say they need for that meal, and those kids cook that meal. So I think, and and in, in our work days, they definitely do a lot. Of work. So I so I think there's some of those things, but I think I would like to hear more intentionally intentional conversation with the older ones about um how do, how valuable do you feel what's your zone of genius so to speak and using maybe some of those same questions that i just read about that i use with our team on our business about and modifying them and tweaking them to make so that they make sense for 11 year old 
12 year olds, especially if our kids are getting close to teenagehood, about how do they feel like they contribute to our overall family team? Because I want our kids to feel the same way about their, their role in our family as our employees feel about their role in our business. That this is a place where I feel like I can thrive, that a place where I feel like I'm heard. And when things aren't going right, there's someone who can listen. And there's proactive conversations happening so that we can address things before they become big issues. And we're not ignoring the issues. And when I have performance, quote unquote, performance related issues that I need to talk about and discuss with the kids, then there's a natural place to do that. And it's not just waiting until they get in trouble for something or act out against one of their brothers or sisters or or something. Um, And ultimately creating a thrive score for our, for our kids in a way that doesn't make them feel like employees, obviously in a way that makes them feel like my dad is listening to me. He's hearing me and he's paying attention to how I'm feeling and, and what I'm doing and my role in the family. And I feel like he is paying attention to what my giftedness is and what my talents are and my natural abilities and my interests in finding ways to, to leverage and utilize them as a part of this family team. Because I personally believe that, uh, and I'm not saying you, anyone else listening needs to believe this, but my personal belief is that God has chosen to put each of the people into our family that we have for a reason. On my business, my business, I get to pick who those people are and what their talents and skills and abilities are based on you know who I decide to hire and, and not hire. But in my family, I don't get to pick who we have. I ch- I believe is who God chose to be here. And so it's how do I use my my daughter's um, highly organizational skills to make her feel like she's a valuable contributor and member of our of our family, and is needed here and is wanted and is loved, and heard and all those things. And and my son's ability to do hard work and get stuff done <laughs> in a really in a really big way that things that I'm continually impressed that a 10 year old is able to pull off or, you know, so how do I, how do I, how do I leverage that? And so I think having a thrive survey tool for the family would be good that maybe once a quarter that they do, or maybe even once a month since we have so much more life together than, uh, than I do with my employees. Maybe that, maybe that, I don't know. That's kind of what I'm exploring. I, I just think like there's an opportunity to take these tools that I'm using in my business and that makes our team coherent and increases morale and make people feel valued and use those to also do that in my family. So I think here's what I'm going to do going forward, guys. Um, that's why I love this podcast. I mostly just thought out loud for a while about this. And I think what I'm going to do is tonight when my wife and I uh, connect, today's Tuesday night. So uh, Tuesday night is our family time um uh, right after dinner, like we'll play like a quick game or something. And then my wife and I hang out and I want to just talk to her about this and just ask her, Hey, cause she's familiar with the stuff going on in the business around the thrive survey and one-on-ones and things so like, what if we just did this with our family? I can't, it's too much for us to try to do this the other way where I go on a date with each of them, uh, like once a month or something. But I think I could set aside one afternoon or one morning, three and a half hours, once a week or maybe once a month and the kids just have their half hour with dad back to back and whether it's just hanging out and talking or just doing playing a game together 
uh, having, so I think what I'll do is like for the older ones, we'll talk first and then we'll do something fun together for a little bit. Um, although that might go over the half hour. I don't know. You guys got the idea of what I'm trying to accomplish here. And I think my wife, Dan, will have some good input into that. But I would love to hear from you. Like what idea, if you have input for me, please share it. Like I would love to hear it. There's a link in the show notes uh, of this. So I'll take you, take you over to anchor.fm. You'll need to download the app or anything. You can just record a voice message for me, and that'll go straight to my account. And I, I would love to hear from what you guys are thinking and processing and ideas you have for me or for your own family. What does this look like? And I'd love for us all to learn from each other. I can see the stats. You guys are definitely out there. It's growing faster than I thought it was going to, honestly. There's like already uh, like 140-something, whatever, of you guys in the in the audience. So, uh, yeah, leave your leave your um, – your voice messages that I would love to hear your input and hear what you guys are thinking, processing, and then feature those in upcoming episodes. And maybe you just do entire episodes where we're just kind of learning from each other and hearing that what each other are processing and think about stuff like this. So looking forward to hearing from you guys. Thanks again for being a part of this little uh, personal podcast of mine. Hope it's helpful. I hope it'll help you be fruitful in your business as well as in your family. And I know even as of like today, just doing this right now, it's already helping me be more fruitful in my family and business as well. So thank you guys for just kind of listening to my thoughts and looking forward to hanging out with you guys in our next episode whenever that comes up next.